Check it out, uh. Come back and I'm better. I've been patient, encouraging changes. I'm speaking new language. Just the thoughts of a joke. Only people who've been around will know. I'm talking about owning something, giving my homie something. Teaching the youth how to survive, you owe me nothing. I'm just a young black man with a dream and a plan. These are my thoughts as I share them with the land. This is an Average Joe Media Production. Welcome to another episode of Thoughts of an Average Joe Podcast. My name is Troy Jackson, man, your favorite Average Joe. And um, and then last minute change. I brought back popular people by demand. Of course. I felt like, what's the marriage care without, you know, bringing on my... Uh, my parents. I was gonna say something else, but I'm gonna be nice. I'm gonna be I nice. I mean, anybody else going top thirty some over thirty some years of marriage? You got a you got a rebuttal to that, mom? No, no, no. <laughs> how's uh? How's everybody's mental health? Good, good. Hey, listen, we on this side. I'm still working. They still paying me. Life is good. Life is good, huh? I ain't mad at that. Um, so today's episode, right? Uh, the first episode we talked about um, breaking up to make up. It was about a uh, high school sweethearts and how they were like still young, and then they broke up, and then they uh, and then they was able to when they got back together to reconvene, learn each other because they were new, and now they're good. Today we're talking about marrying your best friend. Um. So, let's get into it. Were y'all best friends before y'all got married, or did y'all become best friends once y'all got married? Well, I consider him my best friend before we got married. What about you, Dad? Yeah, I mean, I married her, so she got to be a friend, some type of friend. That don't mean we had to be best friends because some people get married and they're not best. Mm-hmm. That's true. Well, yeah, you my friend. You know, sometimes I wonder if I want to trade you in or not. But other than that, you you all right. You still good. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be one of those type shows. <laughs> you don't got nothing to say to that. Nope. I ain't got time for this foolishness. <laughs> Um, is it necessary marrying your best friend? Is it necessary? Yes. I don't I don't know if it's necessary cuz I mean, you don't have to be best friends and you can still get along. I think it helps. I think one of the issues that we deal with in society today is that people aren't necessarily best friends and that's why we see marriages falling apart. 
And so I think it's important because with best friends, that means you're sharing everything. Mm -hmm. That means you're sharing all those types of things. And I'm going to get into a little sticky subject here. All right, let's talk about it. Yeah, but but as best friends, everybody should know what the finances are. You know, I mean, we live in a society today where it's like you got your money and I got my money. And, you know, we'll eventually meet somewhere in the middle to pay bills and those types of things. But I think if you are best friends, you don't have a problem sharing your money or what really isn't your money. Because once you get married, you're supposed to become one. And I have these conversations a lot of times with people. How can you be one when you all got separate accounts? Now, I know that's a that's a very controversial topic for people, but I mean, think about it. You getting married. You supposed to be working together. So how can you work together if you're separate financially? I don't. So with me, I plan on having like. Her account, my account, and then it's going to be account together where we pay all the bills like for the um, like, you know. Oh, I understand that. But my question would mm-hmm. be, why do you have your account and why does she have sh- her account when both of you, when you go before the altar, are basically saying that we are going to be one as a family? For me, it's mainly just because, like, let's say I want to get her something nice. I don't need her questioning me or Why'd you take that out? I just take it out of my account. But the bills are paid. We have our own checking, our own saving. The bills are paid. This is coming out of my own personal money. You want to buy something nice? She asked, why'd you take it out? Just tell her, because I'm buying you something nice. It's supposed to be a surprise. It ain't supposed to be. Now she knows. You didn't tell her what it was. But now she's anticipating it. Okay. So it better be good. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, Rochelle. I think with the separate accounts, I disagree with the separate accounts. But I think in some instances, people have them because one 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 of the partners are not good with finance, and they don't they don't know how to budget. They don't know how to do that. All they want to do is spend, spend. So in cases like that, I mean, I can understand if a person say, "Well, we're gonna have you gonna have your account, I'm gonna have my account, and then we're gonna have account to pay the bills." Um, I think, but if people are like that, I think that's something they should work on so they can get better at it and not trying to spend up all the money. I guess, you know, we're fortunate. I mean, because Dad had that same concept before we got married. And I asked him, you know, if we get married, how many accounts are we going to have? He said the same thing. We're going to have three accounts. We're going to have your account, we're going to have my account, and we're going to have an account for the bills. I was like, oh, no, no. Because I didn't grow up that way. I grew up where my parents... They had one account, and, you know, they worked out of that one account. So sometimes I think it's the way you grow up, too, so, you know. So once we discussed it, you know, he understood and came around to my side. And so why wasn't there a compromise? The why is way. it always your side? It's just the best way. I mean, I, mean, it, I think it was, and, and, and she brings up a good point. Um, I think it's important to understand that If you're in a marriage, in a relationship, you have to understand and realize who is better at running the finances. Like, Rochelle's better at running the finances. 
I mean, you know, she sits down every month and she makes sure because she's a type A personality. I already know that, right? And so she's going to make sure that that account, that checkbook is what what do you call it? It's balanced out to the penny. She does that every <laughs> she does that every month. I mean, there have been times where it's been off by four cents. Oh, I know. She'll be like, she'll sit there, she'll sit there and be like, um Where is where is the four cent? She'll be like, You owe me twelve dollars. I'm missing twelve dollars in my checkbook. I'm like, it's twelve dollars. I need that back. Don't make no difference. And so I think one of the key things in a relationship is understanding strengths and weaknesses. Uh-huh. Like She's good at balancing the budget, okay? But I'm good at saving money and investing. And so you've got to know what the strengths are. That's why it's important to be best friends because then you can talk about these things. you got to know what their strengths are and your weaknesses. So listen, I give her the money. Yeah, baby, you balance it out, you know? I told her if my, if my checks start... If my checks start bouncing, then we might have to come back and maybe I might have to take it over. <laughs> It'll bounce more if he takes it over. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, this is what? What have we been married? 30? What year is this? About, he's about to be 32? Getting ready to be 33 years? Yeah, it's about to be 33 because I'm about to be 32. And never bounce, we never bounced a check in 33 years, have we? No. So, you know, I mean, as long as she's doing a good job, I think I'll let her run the job. You know, I'll let her do that. But I think... In a relationship, sometimes you just got to submit to those who have, um, they just are better at doing things. Mm-hmm. And that's all part of the relationship. That's all part of being a friend. That's all part of knowing each other. Because as you're talking, as you're seeing each other, and I think that's also why, you know, you just don't jump into marriage. You got to look and see, okay, what are you good at? And what am I good at? And what things do I need to work on? And what things do you need to work on? And you come together and you begin to work on those things. And we all know how important money is. So if you can't get that money thing together, uh-huh. it's going to prevent, it's going to present some problems. So to give you my view on, um, is it necessary to marry your best friend? I don't I wouldn't say that it's necessary, but I think it's a good thing to do if you guys are best friends in the beginning. Because being best friends and you get into a marriage, that helps you to better work on issues when different concerns or issues come up. Because when you think about it, when you got a best friend and you and your best friend have a falling out, nine times out of ten, Eventually, y'all going to forgive each other uh-huh. and y'all going to come back together and continue to be best friends. So the same thing is true with marriage. If, you, if that's your best friend, then if y'all got any kind of issues going on, because that's your best friend, y'all are more apt to work on issues. Where that if you're not best friends, or sometimes see some people are married and they're not even friends, then as issues come up, and I think that's probably one of the reasons why there are so many divorces and people get divorced so quickly because they're not friends or they're not best friends and so that's for when issues come up instead of them trying to work on them they just say you know i'm out of here i ain't See, got time for this <laughs> i'm of the mindset <clears throat> i don't think we need to be best friends but i think we need to be good friends because i feel like over time over the course of the marriage we'll become best friends well i think 
as you are in your relationship mm-hmm. and as you begin to grow, yes, you will become good friends. But hopefully, you will at least be friends. No, I'm, I'm saying like, so I feel like you should be good friends before you get married, and then once, as you, as the relationship starts to progress into marriage, you end up becoming best yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah. Um, is long term happiness predicated on being best friends during the marriage? Like, is there like does does that Make the relationship last longer I think long term happiness Is predicated on you understanding And realizing that you can't always get your way mm-hmm. And that um, It's also predicated On one of the things That the bible talks about is Do let, do not let the sun go down on your wrath So if we are arguing And everybody's going to argue Okay we're all human So we're going to have some disagreements But when that sun comes up The next morning squash it let's get back to normal because what happens is when you have issues like that sally may or sunny q (laughs) will roll on into your uh situation and she if she's not treating you right don't worry i'll look out for you and next thing you know stuff is messed up and so it's best just to make sure that and we have an agreement that even though we, if we do argue that next morning, we try to get back to normal. Yeah, I never really heard y'all seeing y'all argue like that. Or if y'all did, it's not, wasn't around me. But I, I can only count on like twice where I started, where I seen y'all argue like in person, at least around me. Yeah, we don't try to argue much. Y'all, y'all, y'all may annoy each other a lot. Oh yeah, we but, do that. But argue not. I mean, 30, 32 years. Of course, we're going to ignore. And and you know, I, I do it personally sometimes. <laughs> we know you, know? you do. Yeah, because I got to keep my wife laughing. <laughs> you know, she might be she she might think it's getting on her nerves, but then she start laughing. So that's all I'm looking for. You know. That's all look for. Keep her laughing. That girl be laughing sometimes. And you can tell she's trying to hold it in. Like she's doing it right now. Yeah. She's trying to hold it in and then all of a sudden she can't. It just it be just it be just laughing. like that when we be telling her she be cheating on taboo. Can't hold it in. Mm-hmm. I don't be cheating. Look at her, look at her. Laugh right now. Look at her. <laughs> look at her. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I think you know, in this relationship thing, and we've kind of talked about this in the past, that money thing, y'all gotta get that right. Because people get funky with their money. Quick. In a, quick and in a hurry. They be getting funky. So y'all got to come up with some arrangements, some agreements. What is it that you're going to do? If you're going to decide to have separate accounts, it should be that there's a certain limit. If I decide to spend over that limit, I got to let you know. You know, yeah, all I agree of those with that. types of things. I agree with that. Because, you know, when bills don't get paid and lights get turned off and water get turned off, See, that's when people be like, deuces, they be gone. Well, I think in the separate accounts, basically, um, what should happen is, you know, you guys should be on a budget, and then that budget, every payday or whatever, each person get a certain amount of money to spend. You take that certain amount of money, and that's the money that goes into your own different accounts. Yeah, so, like, basically what I I mean, right, is, so... She got a count. I got a count. We got a personal checking. I mean, we got a, uh, I call it a couple checking and a couple savings. That's how, that's how I look at it. And then we put uh, the bill money in the checking. 
And then we both put money out of our checks into the couple savings. And then we have money left over, but we don't go over a certain amount. Man, that's a whole lot of putting stuff here, putting <laughs> stuff there. So, I mean, not really, because like, so. Oh, my gosh. It would be, it would be like this, right? So, the just about the money originally will go into the relationship checking. And then we pay the bills with that, put uh, the both put the percentage both our checks into the savings and then after that we'll just take what we'll take what we have like an allowance and we'll put that into our own personal accounts right i mean that's i mean that's no different than dave ramsey because they use envelopes right but instead of using envelopes they taking it and putting it yeah, into account. i mean it's cool i would just say also being that we talking about this money thing um you want to be saving you should have one an emergency fund okay Two, you should have a fund because if you got a car, you know your car going to break down. Yes. So you might as well start putting money off to the side because you know it's coming. Okay. Three, you know you're going to want to go on vacation. So you might as well start putting aside a little bit of money I for do, vacation. I, I agree. I do feel like vacation should be saved over the course of the year. Because, right. you know, people be like, I want to go on vacation. Whip out that credit card mm-hmm. in a heartbeat. And, you that, know, that, that. and they be going on big vacations. See, I try to find cheap vacations, you know, like cruises mm-hmm. that might only cost me $400 for a week. That type of. But some of y'all be spending like three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000. That's, like, that's a lot. Lord, I need a job like what y'all got. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, spending that type of money for a week. How important is friendship in marriage? It's very important. I mean, I can't, I don't know, I just can't imagine myself being in a marriage and not being some kind of friends. I mean. People in them all, all day, I know, day. though, but it's, and that's why some of these marriages don't work out. You know, they married, you are married to each other, but in reality, you really don't like each other all that much. Mm. You know, Lord, have really? Mercy. I mean, what kind of life is that? <laughs> I think you just had more fun if you if you're friends, whether you're best friends or just regular friends. You just had more fun. You like each other. You love each other. You're friends. Yeah, I mean, you know, best friends. You're supposed to love each other as well. So, what was the question? How important is friendship and marriage? Oh yeah, you know, y'all need to be friends, man. And 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 if you're not, you need to work on it. You know, what are some things that you like doing? And then there's some things that you got to realize your spouse doesn't want to do, but you like doing. Like, you know, Rochelle and I, we got an understanding. I'm a sports fan. She's not. No problem. I go to my games. She stays home and watches her shows. And that's our agreement. And we get along now. I will say she will go to a game if it's down on the first. Yeah, level. you know, it can't, it, it can't, it can't be <laughs> in a nosebleed like how we nah, like it. Nah. She she needs to be she needs to be able to touch the players. Right. See, <laughs> see, and so I remember one year, right? Um, we I got tickets because um, I had some friends that used to work with the Orlando Magic, and so they got me some sweet tickets. We were like. 12 rows from the floor. Oh, she enjoyed that game. <laughs> then another game we went to, we were up on the second level. Is that the game I went to with y'all? I remember one that mm-hmm. I went to her and she and went she to the second one. Yeah, she was just she not. went to sleep. She this went to sleep for the second half. I'm like, I ain't taking no game no more. 
<laughs> See, I can sit anywhere exactly. and enjoy the game. It don't make no difference. But, you know, my wife, if I'm going to take her to a game, I got to let her know that it's going to be on the lower level. She bougie. And then, I am not bougie. And then some. Sports event bougie you are. Every woman is a different type of bougie. You sports event bougie. That's right. And and don't let her go to no games outside. Oh, yeah, that, no, that, that, that ain't happening. <laughs> football. I took her to one football game. She was complaining about how hot and humid it was. Now, granted, I understand we, we in Orlando, but it's a football game. Don't no baseball. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's not that's yeah. not going to work. She she might she might like hockey though. Maybe too cold for, but she might like hockey. No, you, you better get it close down there to the ice. No, <laughs> it's too cold in those arenas yeah, with that hockey. It's freezing in places. Well, that's because the one we went to it was empty. <laughs> the place was empty. But if we go to one where you know there's people in there, it won't be as cold. But yeah, you know. So I mean, that's all part of the friendship mm-hmm. thing, getting to know each other, understanding what people like, what they don't like, and and being okay with that. I mean, I'm okay somewhat that my wife doesn't go to the games with me. I mean, I would prefer that she go because you know I'm looking at all the couples and they enjoying themselves, but that ain't her thing. So guess what? I go by myself and I still enjoy myself. Ain't that right, Rocio? Yep. Well, you could just stay home with me. Nope. <laughs> Afraid not. <laughs> All right, y'all, man, announcement time, man. Uh, there will be no Creative Corner segment this week. Um, like always, Chilling With You is coming out with an episode on Friday. Social Bar comes out with an episode on Thursday. Um, Keely came out with an episode uh, this past Friday. Me and Reggie was on. It was pretty good, man. Um I'm hoping y'all like in the second part of the four-part series of the marriage kit. It was supposed to be three, but I added my parents to make it four. Um, it was uh, it was much needed. Um, as always, they be dropping gems. I'm going to get them on two more times before the season's over with. Um, I really just want to thank y'all for the support, man. Like, honestly, like, I'm two years in. I didn't think, um, you know, I would be here with the support. Um, shout out to Wine Time, Realty Perspective. Um, the brown sugar spot, reachable teaching, and she creates everybody that supports me, man. I greatly appreciate it. Um, wine time and the release perspectives coming out, uh, came out with episodes today as well. Um, yeah. Um, if you want to get on the podcast, man, hit me up, hit me up, man. Just shoot me a DM and we'll go ahead and we'll, we'll work, we'll work something out. Um, I believe the barber is coming back coming back with episode on Friday. I'm not sure. Reach while teacher came out with episode Monday. Definitely check that out. And Sean Theology came out with an episode on Monday. Um I highly recommend y'all go listen to that episode. Uh Surviving Childhood Trauma. Uh Nicole versus Tangela. It's an, it's a powerful episode. It's definitely a powerful episode. Um I got some more clients that should be launching soon. Um Definitely got some more clients that should be launching soon, man. Um, so definitely be on the lookout for that as well. Um, and I believe um, Shooting the Breeze comes out with an episode on Friday. I believe they come back with an episode on Friday. So, yeah, man, that's it for the announcements. Um, like I said, if you, uh, I'll start back with the Creative Corner segment next week. Um, if y'all got any music you want to play, just hit me up, admin at averageat.com, but also... Uh, just know if I'm gonna share your music, I just ask you to share it on your platform so we can uh so we can all eat, man. Um hey man, that's it. Uh, remember man, 
Uh, before we get back into the episode, take care of your mental health. Everything's important. You you are important. Value yourself first. All right, y'all. Let's get back to the episode. Do you want to start a podcast but don't know where to begin? Reach out to The Average Joe Media, a podcast traveling company. They bring their top-of-the-line equipment to you, record your episode, and edit it and email it back to you in just a couple of days. Monthly consultations also come with being a client as well along with affordable prices. All you have to do is talk and they will do the rest. Express yourself, speak your mind, and relax. Let us do the work for you. Go to www.theaveragejoemedia.com to book your session today. How important is um, we touched on this a little bit before, but let's talk about compromise. I feel like compromise is one of the major keys to making a relationship work. Compromise is very important because no individual is going to be able to have their way all the time. It's just not realistic. Pretty much. I mean, you figure in the space of a year, there are going to be some situations where You've got to compromise and understand that you can't. And I think the key is you got to realize you can't always get your way. Uh-huh. And so that's part of that. Just building the friendship and understanding, because the reality is a lot of us are just selfish. I mean, as human beings, we can be selfish. We want things our way all the time. That's not reality. If you if you living with somebody else, you have to make sure that you compromise. Um, sometimes you get your way, and sometimes you don't. Now, if it ends up in a situation where you never get your way, uh, all right. Now we got to talk about something, okay? Because maybe this other person is just not willing to to compromise, and we might have to talk a little bit more. But yeah, the reality is compromise is so important because if you're able to compromise and come to some agreement. It makes life a whole lot easier for you. People aren't getting upset. That person's getting a little bit of what they want. You're getting a little bit of what you want. Everybody's happy. And plus, the Bible says you need to think of others more than you think of yourselves. That's right. That's why I think Rochelle should be going to the basketball games. (laughs) (laughs) I do feel like, like if you have some type of friendship in marriage, then being a team is a little bit easier. So, like, let's say... My wife's not feeling well. It's easier for me to wash the dishes because I know my friend isn't feeling well. As opposed to if you're just, if it's just a marriage, but you're not necessarily friends, it's like, yeah, she ain't feeling well, but she just wash the dishes in the morning when she feel better. Yeah, when Rochelle's not feeling well, I'll wash the dishes, and I don't like washing dishes. Um, you 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 know my slogan, Lord, I'm the dishwashing Hall of Fame. I don't like washing dishes at all, but you know. I'll wash them and, you know, I'll try to find something to cook. Either I'll cook it or Outback or Texas Roadhouse will cook it. Somebody going to cook it. I don't know about you cooking it, Wayne. Let's be real. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe I'll go put it on the grill, cook some hot dogs and hamburgers till she feel better. So let's go way back. How did that work? When she was pregnant with us. So, like, what, what did more times, like, what, what areas did you pick up the slack? 
I don't know. He didn't. <laughs> Man, that's that's <laughs> not I when I was pregnant. No, not when she was but pregnant. But after y'all was born, he helped yeah, out I a lot. Yeah, I picked up the slack because I was the one that had to clean those dirty diapers. Well, <laughs> uh, uh, my wife sitting up there gagging. I, I still, I, I still think it was a setup. She'll be, oh, 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 I, can't, I can't breathe. You got to take it. Well, how do you change it when I ain't here when I'm at work? Because fortunately, my wife was able to stay home for about five years. But when I was at work and they had dirty diapers, you changed them. So how come now all of a sudden? That's when why when I you get got home, home, it was your turn. When I get home, I got to change diapers and all of a sudden you can't breathe. And you stayed home for five years? Yeah, she was home for five years. I know most women don't get that. I keep trying to tell her. I most, should have been home the whole entire most time. Most African-American women. <laughs> Mom, I'm happy that home. you were not home the whole entire time, okay? I am so happy that you were not home the whole why entire not? time. <laughs> Mom, we have a good relationship, but that's why when you're retiring, I'm happy I'm moving out. I don't think we could be in the same house together all the time for like 24 hours, you know? like That would have been your issue, sweetheart. Back, back during that time, you needed her, homie. <laughs> what was it going to say? Um, so she could feed you. I was going to ask y'all something uh, in regards to that. Do you recommend that? Like, uh, recommend like, like having like the wife staying at home for as long as she can before if she goes back to work it. after the baby? Yeah, I, I feel it like- makes it a lot easier. But, you know, the whole thing is, I mean, most of the people probably listen. Maybe I could be wrong or mostly African-American families. Mm-hmm. It ain't like we got a ton of money. We don't. So most of the time, you know, if we have kids soon thereafter, we got to go out back to work. Now, if you can afford it and your wife can stay home, yeah. Well, sometimes you may not be able to afford it. I mean, your wife can stay home. It just means that you're not going to be able to do a lot of these other things that that you you want to do. do. So that's for, that's like a compromise for the wife to stay home if that's what she chooses to do so that she can be there to raise those children. Yep. So, I mean, that's something you, you just got to talk about and figure out. I mean, because we know couples that have made it work. Mm-hmm. And then we know couples who have not made it work. Because I know for me, me personally, if I can get to that point, I would like her to stay home at least that first year. Because I know it takes at least a year for at minimum, at least a year for a woman's body to get back to normal after giving birth so therefore give her that give her that year get everything um kind of back in order if we're well, not back in order but back into like a normal routine and also it depends on i mean if biden's uh legislation can get passed you know individuals women will be able to get paid maternity leave mm-hmm. so i mean that will help as well but you know if y'all don't vote it don't make no difference i'd be voting so i'm, you ju- know. I'm just throwing that just out, throwing there, it out for, there, huh? for the people for okay? the people huh <laughs> Don't be sitting there complaining if you ain't voting. <laughs> um, let's touch on something real quick. Do you feel like how important is like the other person's family in the relationship? <laughs> I'll let Rochelle take this one. <laughs> I think it was is it'd be very nice if all the families get along um but if the other family doesn't like who you married for whatever reason um then that's just something y'all have to live with because 
you do, whoever you marry, you're the one that has to live with that person, not your family. Um, I mean, because when I first got married, my father definitely did not like Wayne. Um, really? No, he didn't. And the reason why is because he left me to go back to some other woman. So oh, he broke that's up right, with yeah. me. Yeah, I remember and that. And so he never got over Well, eventually he did get over it because... In the beginning, he really just did not like him. So how, how was that experience, that, like, trying to mend that? that I didn't even know he didn't like me. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he cussed everybody out, so it wasn't no big deal. I mean, eventually, he ended up liking him because eventually, as time went on and we had kids and all of that, and he saw how he treated me and he saw that he took care of me and he took care of the kids, then, you know, you know he told me one day, he said, you know, He's okay, you know. He said he takes care of you. He takes care of the family, you know. You know, he's okay. But it took him a while to get there because I guess he felt because he had hurt me in the past, there's a good chance that it could happen again. Mm-hmm. So I guess, you know, that's why. And I guess when it comes to females, fathers don't like to see men hurt or take advantage of their daughters. No, I can see that. That's why, like, I'm a firm believer in if you know you're not, if you're going to get back with that person in the future, don't tell your family. I'm a, I'm a firm believer of that. Because once, once your family get a perception they of catch you, attitudes. it's hard, extremely hard to get to, to, to change that. They catch attitudes and you know people don't forget. Oh, no, they sure don't. <laughs> but I think it's, it's nice if people could be, you know, have a, a cordial relationship. I mean, just because, I mean, just like um, your grandma Edna, she didn't care for me. Um, because she was attached, and that's why, you know, you, you bring these young ladies home and stuff, and your parents get attached to them, and she was attached to um, this former girlfriend, you know? And um, so when I came into the picture, she didn't really care for me that much. Now, his dad, me and his dad got along fine. I mean, but it didn't bother me that hey, she didn't like me that much, you know? I get along with all y'all. So, you know, no matter who comes in the house, I treat them the same. I, you know, because just because you're going with them today don't mean you'll be going with them tomorrow. So if the next person comes in, I'm going to treat them the same way so that they feel comfortable. Because I know what it's like to go in a house and, you know, mother's looking at you like, what you doing here? What you want? So I try to make people feel comfortable wherever they are. You know, but eventually she came around too when, you know. When, eventually. When we had to bring her into mm-hmm. our household and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the way I treated her when she came to my house. And, you know, one day I was sitting down going over her finances with her. And, you know, and she told me, you know, she said, I really have to apologize to you because I never really welcomed you into the family, you know. Now, you talk about compromise. Rochelle and I had to compromise regarding that. Oh, yeah, I know because she ain't wanted there. Well, no, it wasn't the fact that she didn't want her there. It was the fact that it happened so suddenly. Because yeah. my wife, I mean, not my wife, my, my mom got remarried and mm-hmm. and the um, her husband, second like, husband died. Like two years later, right, or something like that? No. No, it was like. It was, I don't know how long ago it was. And oh, no, no, no. Yeah, it had to be a little while because when she got remarried, we were still in Willenboro. Yeah. Because I remember that. And so um, the other family was like, hey, you know, this is my dad's house and. You know, what you going to do with your mom? And so when we, I, we thought mom was going to stay there. 
But then we had to quickly change up and say, okay, well, we'll take her with her. And that's why, like, I feel like it's very important to kind of know the other family and how they are. Because they were best friends, so I didn't see that coming. We didn't either. So imagine you going to a funeral, and then after the funeral's over, they're basically telling you, okay, so what you going to do with your mom? I mean, what you... We up there talking about what you mean? What are we gonna do with the mom? Is she gonna stay here? Uh, no. So okay, we'll take her back with us. And so you know, Rochelle, t- we talked it over. She compromised. I mean, that was a major, major event to bring back. You know, an, an elderly woman and have them in the house because now, I mean, you got to take care of them. And mm-hmm. she did a yeoman's job. I mean, she could have caused me all kind of grief because you know I'm. Somebody's got to take care of our mom. We ain't got nowhere to take her. And so she was able to bring her in and, and it worked out. But that's part of being that friendship. That's part of that mm-hmm. compromise. That's part of understanding and realizing you can't get everything that you want. Yeah, because I don't think if y'all weren't like, if y'all were just married but not friends, I don't think that would have worked. Oh, no. I can, I can hear a female saying that. I don't know what you're going to do with your mom, but she ain't coming here. <laughs> <laughs> now now we got an issue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> now we got an issue, but you know it worked out. But no, I do, I do feel like you should be very—I want to say careful—but you should be very observant of the type of family that you're marrying into. Yeah, but I think also that the two individuals that are married need to understand they can't let the family That's get in true. between the relationship. That's very and true. families will do that, especially mm-hmm. if they don't like you. Well, you know, you don't need to be with that person. Da, 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 da. No, 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 no. If that's the person you married, then you got to do everything in your power to make sure that it works. And that's why the Bible says, you know, you need to leave mother and father and cleave to your husband or your wife. Now, when they talk about leave, they're not saying actually leave them. But what they are saying is that you need to go establish your own household. And then from there, begin to develop your own household and don't let other people try to get in between you. That's how a lot of marriages break up, too, because like if, you know, you guys have an argument or something like that, especially with females, you know, I'm going home. I'm going home to my mother, you know. And so I think that's. It's a good thing, too, that when, you know, if you are married, you know, sometimes you can live around families, but it's okay not to live around families because it would help you to to grow more as a couple. As to if you're so close to your parents, you live so close to your parents, you can easily run over to your parents' house and complain about your wife or complain about your husband. And then it all depends on your parents. On your parents, some parents may say, okay, well, you need to go back home and you need to talk that over. Some parents would be like, you know what? You don't need to go home. Just stay here, you know? So you feel like it, you should be able, you it would be better if you move away? In some cases. So it depends on the situation. Yeah. Some cases, if, if, the, if the family's not trying to interfere. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. But if you know they're trying to interfere in everything and they got something to say about everything... Uh, uh. That's interesting I do agree with you though I do feel like I feel like 
when you're forced, I don't want to say when you're forced, but when you're in a new city and it's just nobody but you, uh, it can, I think it'll definitely make your relationship stronger because you have to figure things out as opposed to going to, hey, I need this, I need that. Mm-hmm. Yep. You got to figure it out. And, and I think that's all part of developing the friendship where mm-hmm. you are working together. You know, it's like a team. You are working together for a common goal. And that common goal is to have a good marriage um, where you love each other, where there's love in the home, um, where you take care of the kids and, you know, you're trying to do the best for your family. And, you know, for African-American families, like I said, it, we ain't coming from a, we ain't got like old money. Mm-hmm. You know, like my, my daddy left me two five two point five million. We trying to create new money. We trying to create new money. I mean, that's just like us, you know, when we got married and I had to end up moving to New Jersey, you know, it, it was rough, you know, especially when I started having the kids because I didn't have anybody to help me, but it helped us to be able to work together more and just depend on each other as opposed to depending on. So even parents. though you moved to Jersey, like grandma still didn't help or anything like that? No. Not that much. Interesting. Why not? Well, because she was helping Uncle Marshall, so <clears throat> oh. can't, help, can't help two people at the oh, same time. Yeah, because he already had kids first. Yeah. That's right. Okay. That makes sense. Um, all right. So I'm going to, I found off this website, marriage.com, 15 reasons why you should marry your best friend. We'll go over that. And then after that, we'll uh, call this a wrap. Um, <clears throat> all right. So it says, and, and I'll get your input on this. He said, it said, reason number one. Uh, you should marry your best friend because your best friend knows you the best. It's possible. Depends on how long y'all been best friends. Uh-huh. And then it's saying reason number two is because you and your best friend more than likely share the same values. True. Yeah. Not necessarily the same things, but the same values. That's Which different. different. So values are like, what, what, what are we talking about like values? I mean, like, for example, we're both believers. So we uh-huh. we believe in the same religion we both believe in regards to how we want to raise their raise our kids we, we we agree with that whereas things well i just gave you an example i like sports mm-hmm. she doesn't that's a thing okay um reason number three is you can be yourself with your best friend true yeah Very and true. we're kind of opposites roche i'm more Outgoing. Mm, you're more of an introvert, but you're outgoing when you need to oh, be. Oh, I'm a combo. I'm an introvert, extrovert. Rochelle is just plain introvert. You know what? As I get older, I'm starting to become that combo because I'm a pure person, but I hate going out now. Like, I don't like I'm, the only thing that I used to do before COVID was I used to love going to the movies. But like, I can spark a conversation with you, but if you asking me, hey, come to this event, I'm going to just be like, I'd rather be home. <laughs> <laughs> For real, like I'd rather just be yeah. home. Like, I mean, a lot of people think I'm an extrovert because, in order for me to get paid, I need to be an extrovert. But in reality, I can be an introvert too. Yeah, I love to talk. I just don't like being around. The older I get, the less I want to be around people. Yeah, because sometimes they get on your nerves. Yeah, they really do. <laughs> yeah, too. And also, in being um, um, best friends, you should be able. To, one thing about being best friends, you can. Tell each other anything and not be judged. You know, not be judged with it. Yeah. And that's not always easy. Yeah, it's not, not always, always easy. easy. But sometimes, too, he always say, I may tell him something. Because I like to be detailed. Um, 
too detailed. That's a, that's a little bit too much. I don't need to know all yeah. that. And I'd be like, well, if I can't tell you, who can I tell, you know? Keep it to yourself. <laughs> TMI. Way too much information. I need to know all of that, okay? Just give me a little, just give me a little snippet. But I mean, she going into like detail. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> um, we talked about this earlier. Number four, fights won't last for long. Right. Right. Um, Definitely, that's a key. Keep those fights to a minimum. Um, number five, you can avoid the distressing emotional dramas. Very true. Oh yeah, and you know, males and females they can get emotional. <sighs> oh my god, you know they start crying and. I mean, it's, I mean, even sometimes at work, I'm talking to students and I'm challenging them, and they sitting there crying, and I'm looking at them like, "Really? <laughs> That's how I am when people cry. That's why really? people cry in front of me. I don't. I'm not. I'm not the best um, consoler. I guess you could say. No. Like, because you know, we talking business. Mm-hmm. So, bottom line is, I'm trying to help you to graduate to prepare you for your future. So, I ain't got time for the crying. Let's get down to business so we can make this work. But if it's your wife or something, you really need to be trying to console your wife. Have Didn't compassion. I, I have compassion and compassion. Oh, 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 okay. I was getting ready to say here. Hold up. Let's 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 let's, let's slow this roll a little oh, bit. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> uh number six, you can communicate well with your best friend. Best friends know how to communicate, how to listen, and how to speak up. Definitely. Listening, listening, listening. And Rochelle loves to talk. Boy, listen, you may me. a lot you know, a lot of people be like, your mom is so quiet. I'm like, yep. well, I was like, you just you want to keep it that way because once she gets to know you, she will talk your ear off and you'll be yeah. like, Why did I do this? I would not talk somebody's <laughs> ear off. The only person I talk their ear off is probably dead. I don't do That's right. Else. Didn't I just say that? <laughs> She might be an introvert to others, but she ain't no introvert to me. I know everything. Okay? I know it all. Because um, she's going to tell me. <laughs> you and your best friend know how to have fun together. Okay. Yeah, of course. Other than in between her cheating on... Um, yeah, she be cheating. You know, y'all need to stop all of this fabrication. Y'all you know what? On. What's that game we play? Taboo. Uno. Oh, yeah. Uno, yeah. Yeah, it, yo, you know what? Now that I think about it, every time I'm, I turn around, right, we about to win. She just got a magical draw four card just sitting there, like boop, pick I'm still up four trying more. To figure out how she come up with all these draw fours. I know, right? Like she got six, seven, eight of them, and I, I got one. I know, right? Like I'm looking for that too. You don't even have six, seven, eight in um in the deck. I'm talking about you drawing six or seven draw fours, six, seven, eight draw fours, and I get one. But that's all right. Um, number eight, you can spare yourself the unsolicited surprises. Basically, it's saying like, since you know your best friend too well, you know the good as well as the bad, so you definitely won't be facing any nasty surprises later down the road. Oh, you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> I ain't into surprises. <laughs> True, you yeah. can't surprise me by much. <laughs> Um, you know I'm a detective. Yeah, too yeah. too well. In other words, she's nosy. <laughs> <laughs> she calls it detective. I call it nosy. nosy. The girl nosy about everything. <laughs> so, fellas, if you got a nosy girlfriend, 
<laughs> Don't be messing around Because they're going to find out They're going to check your phones They're going to run all kinds of stuff on you So yeah Don't even try it. I'll be checking your phone <laughs> That's because you know I ain't doing nothing um, Number nine They will be your internal support Yep. yep. You need that support. That's important. Males and females, no matter what they're going through, you need to support your spouse or your friend or whatever it is. Um, it's so important because, you know, we out there getting beat down by somebody. And so we don't need to be come home. We getting beat down at work and then we coming home. We getting beat down at home too. Lord have mercy. Man, give a brother a break. Um, number ten, we kind of already talked about it, but you don't have to bother about your darkest secrets. Nah, I ain't got no secrets. I wish I had some. Um, <laughs> <laughs> number eleven, they can make you laugh the best. Oh yeah, I'm always making Rochelle. Yeah, she laugh. be cracking up. She she can't make me laugh though. And you know one thing about mom when she finds something funny. Oh yeah, it's funny. Crack it. <laughs> she be bowling over. <laughs> oh, so, oh, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Well, stop laughing. <laughs> Please, if you can't breathe, oh. I know one thing. You better stop laughing if you want to breathe. <laughs> Last time I checked, you can't live if you ain't breathing. Uh, number 12, you don't have to worry about looking your best. Well, yeah, but somewhere along the line, you need to at least be looking halfway decent. Mm-hmm. That don't mean you just look any kind of way. Yeah, you, know? you know, you still got to be looking presentable. Yeah, look look good for your man or for your woman or whoever you with. You know, dress up a little bit. Like, you know, if you put, if you wear makeup, put the way makeup on, like, I ain't seen my wife with makeup in 32 years. I don't know what she looks like in makeup. I done totally forgot because she doesn't wear it. But for those of y'all that do, yeah, you want to get, you know, you want to look good. Um, Number 13, they know you better than you than you know yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know Wayne better than he know himself. And I know you better than you know yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't even try that with the brother. <laughs> uh, number 14, together you are happy doing nothing. Yeah. Yeah. The last year, that's what we've been doing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Working from home. Um, you know, sleeping from home. I think that, from home. Real quick, I think that is key, making sure like you are good friends because when COVID happened, I said this in the, the next episode. A lot of people, relationships, just like, I'm in a relationship with you, but I don't really like, we're not really friends, so it's like, you're annoying me now. Yeah, because I'm around you so much. I mean, you know, it's one thing when we out working and mm-hmm. I'm gone for 8 to 12 hours and then we come home and we spend a few hours at home and then we back at work and then we got only really spending time during the weekend. But when you with each other 24 7. For a year? Lord. Mm. <laughs> it could be rough. Yeah. We'll, we'll see now that the pandemic is over if there's a baby boom or not. <laughs> What's already happening now? It is. Last time I checked, people pregnant. Maybe not. Maybe on my timeline, you know, my, I follow younger people. Oh. Left and right. 
People mm-hmm. coming out with babies. Well, that's what happens when you sitting at home doing nothing. And then number 15, you don't have to worry about transitioning to married life. Transitioning. It says you can be married with your best. You can be married to your best friend with the utmost ease and comfort. You would not only know them, but also know your family well. Yeah, but let's not be fooled by that transitioning to married life, okay? Dating is a whole mm-hmm. lot different than being married. When you move in, when you get married and move in, it's, you, and although you're best friends, you still got to get used to living with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, because how I used to do things it may not be the way he do things. As a matter of fact, it isn't the way he do things. Nope. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> and so it's, it's, it's definitely an adjustment period, whether you're friends or yeah. not. It's an adjustment period. Yeah, it's a few other things that happen along the line too, but you know we can say that for another <laughs> another episode. Mm. <laughs> but it is different. Don't let people sit there and tell you that dating is the same as being married, because they steering you up the wrong path. All right, man, we are gonna wrap this up. This was fun. Um, it was originally it was supposed to be a three part series, but I was like, you know what, I gotta get y'all on. Make it a four-part series, you know what I'm saying? Because you know we dropping dimes. <laughs> you know it. We giving, we giving you tidbits for free. Because, <laughs> you know, a lot of my stuff people pay for. Listen, I just want to let you yeah, know. I'm going to tell you know right now. My mom be trying to charge me for everything. <laughs> hey, listen, man. Be trying to charge me for an Excel spreadsheet. Hold up. <laughs> you like to leave the lights on too much You know you leave the lights on Last time I checked that's the electric bill You know some places you go to And the electric bill is goes above a certain limit They start charging you an additional fee I'm just saying <sighs> Y'all see what I go through y'all Y'all see what I go through hey, um, <clears throat> We're trying to prepare you for the future <laughs> This is uh, part 2 of the Marriage Kiss Series uh, Part 3 is next week um, once again, this is marrying your best friend. Y'all go ahead and give me a follow, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and any other podcast platform you're on. Um, yeah, part three is next week. Uh, and then after that, part four is the week after that. And then we'll be going back to regular episodes before I start my next series the month after that. All right, y'all, man. Um, like I said, leave a review, rate, comment as well. You already know, man, if you want to start a podcast. Hit me up, www.theaveragejoemedia.com. Our prices are in there below. As you can hear, this is pristine quality, so you already know the work that you're getting. Right, it's a Jackson production, of course. No, no, it's not a Jackson production. This is an Average Joe Media production. I don't need you to to separate. What's your last name? It's Jackson, but you know, the business is Average Joe Media, you know what I'm saying? End of discussion. Your last name is Jackson. (laughs) You can call whatever you want your first name, okay? You want to call your first name your Average Joe? Fine. Average Joe Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) So sick of you, yo. (laughs) That's how we roll, y'all. We like to have fun. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. Um... Love y'all. Appreciate y'all for rocking out with me, man. Um, like I said, I was very happy to bring this series back. It's one of my popular series. And as always, man, I'll see y'all next week. Philippians 413. Peace. Peace. Bye.
All right, y'all, man. Hope y'all like that episode, man. Uh, that is part two, part three, and part four. I mean, I liked all of them, but part three and part four I liked the most. Um, part three is um, do you want a wedding or do you want a marriage? I cannot wait because that is going to ruffle some feathers. I was with my my boy Royal and his wife Eunice. Um, great, great, great episode that comes out next Wednesday, 6 a.m. Remember that. Do you want a wedding? Or do you want a marriage? I cannot wait for that to drop. All right, y'all, man. I appreciate y'all once again, man. Much love, much peace, man. Much respect. Keep keep care. Take care of yourself, man, like always, man. You know I love y'all so much. I can't do this without y'all, man. All right, y'all, man. Um, And if you want to start a podcast, man, hit me up. You, you, you know the quality of the work is amazing. Hit me up. And there is a new intro coming soon. New theme song coming soon. I'm just waiting to get some stuff clear, but it will be coming soon. All right, y'all, man. I love y'all. See y'all next Wednesday, 6 a.m. Until then, peace. Different kind of city when you live it right. All different opinions, can you choose a side? Come together for the better. Change can only start from the thoughts of.